Hey guys, how's it going? In today's video, we are going to go over five other bounty hunters that are arguably cooler than Boba Fett. Whenever you think of Boba, there are a few classic traits that come to mind. One, he's a stone cold killer who always gets his bounty. Second, he's the strong, quiet type, but probably most importantly, he's the best bounty hunter in the galaxy. I'd like to suggest a few others for your consideration. Now, I know that might be blasphemous, but hear me out. These guys are pretty cool. I've put a lot of thought into this list and I've gone beyond just the physical aspects. You know, when I'm usually deciding who's the biggest, baddest fighter out there in the galaxy, I ask myself who would win in a no-hold-barred match in Gracchus's arena. But today I'm gonna take a slightly more nuanced approach. And yeah, I'm going beyond the physical points just because in the few direct fights Boba Fett had with each of these bounty hunters, he's either kind of killed them or left them incapacitated on the ground. Starting in at number 5, we got Zuckus and Four Loam. These are two bounty hunters that you'll often find working together. Zuckus has a few special abilities that make him stand out compared to the other bounty hunters. Firstly, he's a Gand, which means that from the day he was born, he was likely to become a Findsman, a type of expert tracker. But Zuckus's powers seem to go beyond the basic ability of tracking a bounty from planet to planet. He has claimed before that he was Force-sensitive, and that might actually be true. He's proven on many occasions that he was able to sense the whereabouts of his bounties from sectors away. And at one point, when tracking a fellow bounty hunter, known as Valance, who we'll get into shortly, Zuckus was able to pinpoint his exact location on a planet light years away. Zuckus's partner for Loam is a perfect match for the Gand. While Zuckus is basically the brains of the group, Loam is the muscle. He's a former protocol droid who's gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of the most powerful cyborgs in the galaxy, and at one point he traded punches with Valance, a cyborg who was powerful enough to rip a steel plate from a fortress and use it to barricade a door. Unfortunately for these two bounty hunters, their awesome partnership might have recently come to an end. When the two were apprehending Boba Fett and sprung a surprise attack on the Mandalorian at his landing pad, mind you, Fett unleashed his ship's turrets on them. The end result was the apparent death of both hunters. But today, we're not just talking about who would win in a one-on-one -on -one fight, we're talking about the best bounty hunters, or at least some other cool bounty hunters. Since Zuckus and Forlom were able to track down a massive clue as to where one of the biggest bounties in the galaxy was, Nakano Lash, way before Boba Fett did, I think they deserve a spot on this list. And that brings us to number four, Nakano Lash. While we're on the topic of Nakano Lash, I think it's fair why we talk about why she's such a great bounty hunter. Her origin story is just as tragic as any other on this list. When she was just a young girl, she went on vacation to the surface of her world. Her people usually spent their time in the water, so it was rare for them to make landfall. In the rare times, they did. They had to stay on their toes for religious fanatics who hated the sentient aquatic species of her world. On the day Nakano chose to have her vacation with her father and pregnant mother, a zealot spotted them and murdered Nakano's parents. When she was discovered later in the night, Lash wasn't taken to a foster home. Her rescuers foreshadowed her fate as they said the galaxy isn't a kind place for orphans. It was true. Nakano Lash would grow up to become one of the toughest bounty hunters in the galaxy. She was so tough, in fact, that she actually commanded the likes of Bosk, Boba Fett, and Valance as the leader of their team. Outranking Boba Fett is definitely a cool feat in and of itself, but Lash earned a lot of respect when she killed one of her clients in order to protect a pregnant 
Diamond Princess. You see, there were these two rival crime syndicates, the Mourner's Whale and the Unbroken Clan. Basically, the Prince of the Mourner's Whale had a relationship with the Princess of the Unbroken Clan and conceived the child. Fearing what his father would do, the Prince hired Nakano Lash and her team to kill the Unbroken Clan Princess. But once Lash realized what the job was about, she killed the Prince, rescued the Princess, and in the end, Nakano Lash actually retired from bounty hunting in order to raise that child. Number 3. Bosk. There's just so much to like about this guy, so where can I begin? He regularly has taken on the bounty hunters in the galaxy, and comes out on top. Besides the recent spat with Boba, where Bosk ends up losing his legs, the reptilian bounty hunter usually wins. In a random bar fight with the galaxy's toughest Wookiee, or one of I should say, Black Chrysanthemum, Bosk withdrew his curved sword and stabbed the Wookiee right in the arm. If it weren't for the help of Dr. Afra, Bosk would have turned Black Chrysanthemum into a lovely Wookiee rug, something that he actually wanted to do. At another point, when working beneath Nakano Lash, Bosk was actually responsible for recruiting Boba Fett to her team. So, in a kind of weird bounty hunter logic, you could say that Bosk outranked Boba for a little while. When we talk about Bosk, it's really hard to get away from the fact that he was one of the most feared Wookiee killers in the galaxy. Knowing Wookiee's reputations for being so formidable, you know, you know, the regularly tear your arms off and so many other things like just kill you, Bosk really must be an incredible and tenacious fighter by comparison. Number 2. Dengar Dengar is another cyborg bounty hunter of the galaxy. By this point, you've probably figured out that there are quite a few. Dengar hails from Corellia and was a prolific swoop bike racer on the planet. He actually had a run-in with Han Solo in his younger days, and after an accident in a race, had a few mechanical implants inserted into his body. These increased his ability to perform tasks that required a lack of empathy, namely fighting, shooting, and killing people with bounties on them. And as a bounty hunter, Dengar was pretty formidable. At one point, he took on Chewbacca and C-3PO on the rooftop of a skyscraper on Nar Shadda, the smuggler's moon. Dengar took a few solid shots from Chewie and was able to deal his own punches right back. He would have killed the Wookiee with his plasma knife if Leia and Han Solo hadn't arrived in the nick of time to save him. In Legends, Dengar actually fell out of love with bounty hunting at about the time the Empire met its end. He met a girl, settled down, and had Boba Fett as his best man at the wedding. Okay, so we have made it to the number one top spot, and I have to admit that this is a very tough choice, so there are many great bounty hunters from the late Clone Wars and Galactic Civil War era, I just gotta mention that. And when I made this list, I really tried hard to think about Boba Fett's peers and who he's worked with, especially with the recent few series that Marvel has been putting out. Now, two people I'm not gonna put on this list are Cad Bane and Black Chrysanthemum. I'm gonna make videos on those guys. Well, I've already made videos on Cad Bane before, but Black Chrysanthemum, I'm gonna be covering a lot of videos on this guy. But these two we're gonna leave out of this one because they're a very obvious choice and most people know about them anyways. So I'd like to highlight some lesser known bounty hunters which could show up in the book of Boba Fett. So this number one spot is going to go to Baylert Valance. Valance has been one of the most popular bounty hunters since he first appeared in the comics way back in 1977. Valance was an Imperial soldier who was injured in battle, much like Vader. The only way to keep Valance alive was by fusing him with robot parts, giving birth to another cyborg in the galaxy. So what makes Valance so unique is that he's an absolutely brutal fighter, but he is actually pretty sympathetic to the rebels. He's either helped them out directly or in other 
instances undermined the Imperials. Valance has had a few altercations with other bounty hunters throughout the years, and at one point, he fought Bosk. And even though the reptilian killer was far quicker than Valance, he couldn't avoid the cyborg's knockout power when it came to hand-to-hand -hand combat. Valance has also fought Boba Fett a few times. At one of their earliest fights, Valance was pretty battle damaged and his hand blaster wasn't able to fire properly, so Boba Fett was able to get the upper hand. But recently, Valance battled Fett to a stalemate, forcing the Mandalorian to work alongside him to track down the whereabouts of Han Solo. It was this last fight that really stuck with me because we've rarely seen someone get the better of Fett like Valance did. The two just sat opposite of each other, Fett with his EE3 carbine and Valance with his hand blaster ready to fire. It was quite the feat for any tough guy in the galaxy. So I think Valance is definitely an underrated dude and he takes the top one in this one. If we're going to add a zero, then sure, we'll put Cad Bane in there. But I mean, everyone loves Cad Bane. Everyone knows Cad Bane is super badass anyway. So thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Leave a like if you did. Communicate with me and everyone else on the forums at StarWarsTheory.com. I'll catch you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.